Hey everyone, welcome to London Tuesdays, the short useless podcast in your area. This is Dennis on Sunday, uh, March 7th, 2021. Yes, it's now Tuesday, and no, I'm not in London either. So what does this show us? That Dennis is indeed useless. Um, I'm really sorry about that. It's just I had my phone in my hotel room when I was uh, quarantining, and honestly, the quality was so bad that I wouldn't really want to do that to you. So as I said about two weeks ago, I came to Cyprus and I had to quarantine in a hotel for a week. So it was like a mini vacation before a vacation, so to speak. And it was actually really nice. Like, I had an amazing view outside of my balcony. I got food, like, three times a day. Fair enough, it wasn't the best food. It was, as I would describe it, army food on steroids. And to be honest, I really can't complain because the food is way better than the free school meals that the children got. Did you see those pictures, by the way? Apparently, there was supposed to be um, food given to school children that was worth £35 a day. And then someone calculated, and the food that they actually got, it was worth about £7, or even less. But anyway, that's like news from two or three weeks ago. So let me just instead explain the procedure you'd have to follow if you came to Cyprus from UK. So you would come to the airport, and you would have to do a COVID test, which in my experience was hilarious uh, over a week ago, because I came to the airport, and I passed the passport control, I went to get my luggage, and I was waiting there for 15 minutes, and then a guy from the army came up to me and said, Hey, did you do the COVID test? I was like, no. Um, no one told me to. He said, oh, do you mind going back behind the passport control and we'll see what you have to do. I'm like, all right, going back and forth between passport control is kind of illegal, but sure, let's do that. And what I found out was that they didn't know what to do. So they had, let's say, 200 people from the UK waiting there and they didn't know where to put us. There was a lab which was ready and set up for us to go inside and get the COVID test. And they kind of forgot where it is. So we were walking around, like literally dozens of people were walking around the airport trying to find this place where they set up to have us tested for COVID. And then, just like a little strawberry on top, they couldn't find a bus for us to get in to drive us there because it was on the other side of the airport. They literally had one job, take us from the airplane to the place where they take the COVID test and then back to the passport control. Three points in total. But you know what, this whole mishap, it gave me some motivation, because if those people uh, get paid for doing that, then the sky's the limit for the amount of work I will be paid for. So after all of that fiasco, we got to another bus outside the airport where we were taken to a four-star hotel, where we stayed for a week and it was paid by the government. Now the bad news is that I couldn't leave the hotel room at all, not even walk outside the hallway. But it was still great, because I had the TV there, You know, a limited amount of channels, but there were some movies nonetheless. I had my laptop with me, so Netflix and Amazon Prime is always an option. And, you know, I got some books as well with me for the lectures and stuff. It was actually fun having my classes and turning on the webcam and people seeing like a hotel room behind me. And I was like, hey, welcome to my law office. The view was incredible, though, honestly. There is nothing like waking up to the sight of the sea and fallen asleep to a skyline. A Lanaka skyline, but still a skyline. One of my friends, uh, his family actually lived nearby the hotel, and he told me, hey man, listen, they told me that if you need anything, they'll uh, they'll bring it to you. 
And I was like, nah, nah, man, thanks. I really appreciated that. But tell your parents, I said, thank you, but I don't think we're allowed deliveries because it was written on the paper. No deliveries from outside hygiene purposes. To me, that was fully understandable. So after a week in the hotel, which was decent, you know, no complaints, I go downstairs for the nurse to sign off some papers for me to leave, and I see a lady coming into the reception with a huge bag, and she just says, oh, can you take this to room 515? Thank you. And the receptionist just takes it to the room 515, and I'm just thinking, really? I could have asked my parents or my friends to just bring me something, you know, some burgers from San Pedro or, like, gems, some snacks, a bottle of wine, you know, somewhere hidden underneath. I'm 25, it doesn't even have to be hidden, put it right on top, but I didn't know this, so in a way it felt like a one week of fasting because I didn't have any snacks with me, well technically I did, but I ate them on the first day, so that doesn't count. So those are the problems of a white privileged male, if you ever wondered what that life is like. And after the quarantine I got back to uh, the apartment with my parents, you know, my dog, oh. It was the best thing ever, seeing my dog. He actually cried. That's how I know he loves me. But yeah, the thing that I saw on the news all around is the is the whole fiasco with the Eurovision song. By the way, as bad as the year 2020 was, I think we can all agree that the best thing about it was the fact that there was no Eurovision. It's literally the one time Americans can laugh at us Europeans. But yeah, the Cypriot song this year is called El Diablo. And... I only listened to it once, but I'm guessing the the gist is that this woman sold her soul or she's given herself to the devil. Very basic lyrics, very basic concept. But the Greek Orthodox Church in Cyprus was like, no, this song goes against our moral values. And they made a huge protest about it. Like they were outside of the uh, broadcasting company. They organize protests because, you know, it includes El Diablo, the word, the phrase in it. Because, you know, we don't have bigger problems to focus on, apparently. And they were saying that it's, um, what's the word? Unforgivable that our country should be represented by such a song. Completely deviating from the conversation which should be had in the first place, that being the fact that the song is just really terrible in general, but... We can't even focus on that because we have to talk about devil worship first. I gotta say, it's a good trick, you know, if, you ever, uh, if you're ever embarrassed of something, just have someone else accuse you of uh, devil worship and then all of a sudden every other negative aspect about what you've done doesn't seem that big of a deal anymore. Like, the song is so bad. <laughs> like, oh, and by the way, it was made by Panic Records. And the thing about Panic Records, Greek songs in general, in music videos, they love to place product placement. They love that. Usually in the uh, videos, you'll see a sunscreen or some drink, you know, advertised in the middle of the video. And this time, it was head and shoulders. So you have this singer singing about how she gave herself to the devil. And all of a sudden, she puts head and shoulders in her hand. And she pours some shampoo into her palm. I'm just thinking, what, what is this supposed to be, some metaphor about how she wants to uh, wash away the sins? Or is Herr Dendroff the real devil here? It just really looked out of place. But you know, the weirdest thing remains the fact that the son from Cyrus actually has a chance of winning just because of the media attention it got from the European newspapers 
that the church is against the son. Because obviously, if you hear on the news that the church is against the son, the first reaction is, well, hold up a second, where is my Spotify? I gotta pause this random podcast by a weird Ukrainian dude, and I have to listen to this controversial song. I don't know what will be more disappointing, that song or this podcast. Probably still this podcast, but... What am I saying? It's obviously this podcast. But yeah, Cyprus actually has a chance of winning because of the most ridiculous reason you could ever think of. And you know, if they win this year, I will be, like, obviously, you know, terrorism, great. Both my family and my friends will have uh, more work to do. And job security is always lovely. But I will just not be pleased about the fact that three years ago in 2018, Cyprus should have won. Like, hands down. The Son, Fuego, 100% should have won. Not that chicken son. I, I was so disappointed with that decision. And if Cyprus wins with this son now, it's just, I don't know. It, it just won't feel the same. Like the son that Cyprus had three years ago. Imagine that's like a Five Guys burger. The son this year would be a McDonald's fish fillet. So if any of you, for any reason, has a checklist on your bucket list of um, going to Eurovision Live, I suggest you book the tickets now to Cyprus. Because as much as I don't like the reason behind it, I think it's going to be the winner this year. Oh, speaking of uh, fame and glory, I spoke to some students from Ukraine Cyprus this week. As an alumni who graduated, I was speaking about my experience during my master's year and uh, my current BPTC year. It was this thing they did, it was like an employment month where they asked people to come in and speak about different uh, issues regarding employment. Like they had a lawyer speaking about what they look for in that law firm. My friend Alex was speaking about uh, how he was job hunting in London and how he managed to succeed. And then you had me. The funny thing is that they had a poster for Employment Month, and under my name they said, Dennis here, here will be speaking about, um, what was it, his employment experience in the UK. Out of all the speakers that they had, I think in total there were like 8 speakers, I'm literally the only one who's unemployed. It was like misrepresentation at its finest. I literally opened up... It wasn't really a speech, but I opened up by saying, you know, full disclosure, I know I'm supposed to talk about employment, but um, plot twist, not exactly employed right now. It got some laughs, like two people. (laughs) I'm not even going to tell you how many people attended that speech. That's the real comedy right there. Anyway, I'm going to close this podcast uh, right now. I don't know if I, I don't know if you remember, but last week I told you this will be the worst episode ever. I'm trying to keep my promises. Oh, by the way, did you guys know that dogs can have epilepsy? Like, I didn't know that until a couple of weeks ago. I I just never assumed they could, or I've never heard of it. I'm not exactly a qualified vet, but, you know, I, I just never... This information never came across me. And then my mom tells me, oh, Ludwig had another epilepsy uh, moment. And I'm like, wait, what? Epilepsy? Another one? She was like, yeah, he uh, he got this a couple of times before. He got another one uh, recently. And I was like, wait, what happens? And she says, you know, he has those moments, like once every couple of months. You know, I asked around. Apparently, it's uh, not unusual, and they can fix it. Well, not fix it, but at least contain it with medication. But yeah, when I heard about it, you know, like, obviously, I was a bit 
scared for him because, you know, not to sound weird, but he is a member of the family. Like, that's a fact. After, you know, I went through this whole being terrified stage, the first thought I had was, Caesar had epilepsy, so Ludwig will be fine. That's what I told myself. And I know I shouldn't put Ludwig and Caesar in the same category because Caesar did change world history. But at the same time, Ludwig is more likable and more adorable. So who's the real winner here? It's me. I'm the real winner. I can get to pet Ludwig anytime I want. Right, 8th of March is tomorrow. Fellas, you know what you gotta do. I'm not even gonna say it. You should know. You know. Be prepared. Okay, now that you listened to this horrible episode, your standards are so low for next week. (laughs) That's gonna be probably the best episode you'll ever hear in your life. Thank you for going through this torture. Speak to you soon. Bye.